What if I told you that by raising your consciousness, you would raise your overall level of energy? And that by raising your overall consciousness and energetic level, some of the benefits that you would experience would include having a greater sense of purpose, having access to your personal genius, being able to make quick and accurate decisions, getting more done in less time, reducing stress, enjoying deeper connections with others, attracting success to you, and inspiring and motivating those around you. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you the model that I use to help myself and my clients raise our energetic levels to experience the promise I make for this show. Live your purpose, expand your impact, and create with ease. Hello, my name is Mary Maduna Gross, and you're listening to Fully Alive, the podcast for conscious entrepreneurs who are hungry to live their purpose, expand their impact, and create with ease. How do we raise our energy? Let's start with two basic assumptions. First of all, everyone leads, whether by choice or by default. You are leading your life. Even if you're not leading a team or a business or anything external of you, you are leading your life. And two, the higher your overall energy level, the more successful and satisfied you'll be. So let's clarify what I mean when I say energy level. Now we know through quantum physics um, and the work of Albert Einstein, we know a couple of things. One, everything is made up of energy. Physical objects, including us as human beings, are actually made up of subatomic particles of moving, vibrating energy. We are energy. And for all practical purposes, there are two types of energy. There's anabolic and catabolic energy. Catabolic energy is defensive energy. And anabolic energy is creative, generative energy. So when we talk about these models, we're going to talk about the catabolic energies of being at levels one and two. Because that's where we're being defensive uh, with our experience. That's where we see life is happening to us. And then at the higher levels, four through seven, we're in the anabolic levels of energy. And I'd like to switch that language too to this is where we are creating. So this continuum that we'll talk about has seven levels. And on uh, the lower levels, we're in a catabolic state. We're in defensive energy. We see life is happening to us. At levels three on up to seven, that's where we're creating our experience. That's where we see life is happening for us. So, so far we have this continuum. And we have two ends. One on one end, life is happening to us. And on the other end, life is happening for us. So now let's talk about how our perception creates our realities. We are all creating our realities, our experiences based on our perceptions, how we see the world, how we see ourselves in the world. Our perceptions create the energy level. And that creates the world that we know. This is a self-creating and self-fulfilling system. So as we learn from others and through our own direct experience, we begin to develop a reference catalog of beliefs, attitudes, expectations, and behavior strategies 
that will keep us in our safe and comfortable zone. This is our default system. So this reference catalog of beliefs, attitudes, expectations, and behavior patterns becomes the filters through which we experience what is happening around us. So while we think what we're experiencing is what's actually happening around us, what we're actually experiencing is our version of what is happening around us. And so we end up just assuming that the interpretations that we're making of what is happening around us are accurate. Let's go back to that this is a self-fulfilling system. The system will actually bring to our attention data that will prove to us that our catalog that we're operating from is right. Because when it's right, it justifies our existing beliefs, attitudes, and expectations. And this also means that it's going to filter out alternatives because an alternative might suggest that what we're doing isn't exactly right. That's not where our unconscious mind wants to to live. Our unconscious mind is meant to keep us safe and comfortable. So anything that would challenge that keeping us in that zone, our unconscious mind is going to either filter out the information so we're not even aware of it, or if it does come to us, we're very quick to find the holes in what this new alternative is because it doesn't align with what we already know and believe. And so either we're not getting the information or if we are getting the information, we're twisting it immediately to suit or to align with what we already believe. And so without interrupting the system, you will literally see the same things over and over again. You will continue to experience the same things over and over again. Think about it. How many experiences can you think of right now that you've repeated over and over and over again, whether it's at work or or relationships or your health? We have to find a way to interrupt this system. And the way to interrupt the system is by using this energy leadership model that we're talking about here. Because when you can see this whole continuum, you can, first of all, say, oh, here's where I'm kind of functioning now. Here's where I would like to be functioning. And now you will have some language and you will have some concepts that will help give meaning to what these other options are. And now that those other options are, are included now in this, new, in this catalog that you have, then you're going to start to see evidence of these higher levels also showing up in your own experience. I encourage you to look for experiences in your own life where you've experienced each of these levels of energy. So as I describe each of these levels of energy, I want you to be thinking, self-reflecting on how does this how does level 1 energy show up for me or how what does it look like when I'm at level 3 energy or what would it look like when um, I'm at level six energy. Energy leadership is the way of interrupting this process so that you can consciously decide what you want to see in your surroundings, in others, and most importantly, in yourself. And when you begin to shift your attention toward what you want, you can break the self-perpetuating cycle. So let's talk about these seven levels of energy. And if you haven't done so already, I invite you once again to download the uh, resource that I have on my website, bluebambooleadership.com. We'll also have a link to this in the show notes. 
And what you'll see here is the chart, the energetic self-perception chart that I'm going to be talking about, as well as some information that kind of summarizes the conversation that we're having here today. So again, go to mary at bluebambooleadership.com or check the show notes for a link to this resource. So we're talking about the energetic self-perception chart that, that outlines this energy leadership model. And at any given moment, you are somewhere within these seven levels. Your current state of consciousness is composed of your existing energetic makeup, which encompasses every thought, feeling, and emotion that you've ever experienced, and every action that you've ever taken in your life. These experiences make up that personal reference catalog I described a moment ago. Now, no two people will have the same energetic makeup, and your level of energy can go up and it can come down depending on how you perceive and respond to what is happening in your life. Our average resonating level of energy falls somewhere on the scale between one and seven, and it reflects the average of your various day-to-day and thought-to-thought energies. Your average resonating level determines your energetic makeup, your viewpoint of the world, your physical and your mental health, your ability to lead, and your level of success. In fact, your energy level, or as we like to call it, your E-factor, is the number one factor determining your level of success in life. People resonating at the lower levels tend to attract all things painful and negative. Things never work out for them, and they react in kind. And those resonating at the higher levels tend to attract and experience more ease, opportunity, power, and success. It might look like they have the Midas touch, that they're just They're just lucky because their desires just seem to come to them. But here's the great news. We all have the ability to alter our energetic levels, our level of consciousness. This has a huge impact on our jobs, on the people that we work with, on those that we live with, and even our own bodies. So now let's take a look at how this chart works. It's called the energetic self-perception chart because it's based on how you perceive yourself because you exhibit or embody a certain level of energy. You'll see to the left, there's a core thought, and in the middle of the chart, there's a core emotion, and on the right, there is core actions and results. That's how this chart reads from left to right. So every level has a thought associated with it. Of course, there are other, lots of other thoughts, but these are the core thoughts. And in this feeling section, there are seven core feelings. Again, there's a lot more emotions in between these levels, but these are the core feelings. And then to the right, when you think and feel in a certain way, you tend to act in a certain way. And so on the left is what we call the cause, and whereas the right is the effect. So as we go through this continuum, I want to remind you that we all experience all of these energy levels. Each level is exponentially more powerful than the one beneath it. Now, I'm not saying that higher levels are better. I'm only saying that they're higher because each level of energy has both its advantages and its disadvantages. And as your average resonating level increases, you can then use the lower energies levels intentionally 
as the situation calls for. Because you will be responding, you will not be reacting. So let's look at level one. Level one, the core thought here is I lose. And the core emotion is apathy. For me, the easiest way to sum up this level is it's learned helplessness. Because at this level, what we have decided, what we have concluded based on all of our experiences is that we do not have the agency to make anything work out for us. We don't have the agency to even get our own needs met. And when we feel like we don't even have the agency to get our own needs met, we feel apathetic. That's why this is the core energy for this level. We see ourselves as victims. Life is definitely happening to me. There's nothing I can do about it. And so I feel apathetic, which means I don't do anything about it. And this is how we get stuck. Now, the victim energy includes guilt, self-doubt, low self-esteem. It also includes fear, worry. With enough of this energy, we hit that rock bottom. This is where, again, where we can get stuck. And between levels one and two, our energy is sluggish at best. And it is definitely going to impact your ability to produce. Because again, if you go back to that core thought of I lose, it doesn't matter what I do. It's not going to work out for me. Why would you do anything? This is that self-fulfilling experience. And this is how we get trapped. So that's level one. Level two is also in this catabolic level of energy or again, life is happening to me. Level two is where most of us exist. And I would argue that we've been conditioned to function at this level. Now, the core thought here is I win, you lose. You might have heard the phrase, it's a dog-eat-dog world. That's level two. I'm either the dog eating the next dog or I'm getting eaten by that dog. And so I've got to be making sure that I'm the one that's winning, which means you need to be losing. So at this level, there there still may be a, a lot of that victim energy. So much is just happening to me. But instead of being apathetic and not wanting to do anything about it, we're bringing in more energy, which means that we're in motion, but that energy is coming from anger. Some very successful people have a lot of level two energy, but these are also the people that are usually unhappy and they're almost always unhealthy because they're trying to to make things happen. They're forcing things because this is how it should be. There's black and white thinking. There's right and wrong thinking. There's a lot of judgment, complaining, blaming happening at level two energy. A leader at level two would manage by force. Now, there's those that would externally express their anger. So they're going to put that out onto other people and situations around them. Or you might be the level two kind of person that turns everything inward on yourself. And so if you would start listening to that little voice in your head, you might see how you are criticizing yourself. You're judging yourself. You're beating yourself up. So level two can both be external as well as turn inwardly. So those two levels, level one and level two, life is happening to me. I have to defend myself. When we get to level three, this is what I like to call the messy middle. Now on this chart, you're going to see it as the reconciliation level. The core thought here is I win, maybe you will too. Whereas before I was going to make sure that you don't win in order for me to win, 
Now I know that I can win independent of you. So I'm not going to get in your way. I'm not going to hold you down. But I'm probably also not going to, to offer you a hand up. Because at this level, it's really all about me. There's also a lot of forgiveness. At this level is really where we're starting to be intentional about creating self-awareness. At levels two and one, there's very little self-awareness going on. Um, all of our awareness is on what is happening to us because that's where we feel like we have to defend ourselves. Level three, we're taking a step back from that. We're taking ownership. And because now we're taking ownership for how we feel about everything and everyone. We know at this level that no one is controlling our reactions, our emotions. We may not be quite certain about how to control our actions or our emotions, but we do know that the people outside of us are not doing that. So this also means that we start to realize that we are not our reactions and our emotions. We start to be able to become the witness to our experience as much as we are the experiencer. We'll have another conversation about that to really flesh out what it means to be the observer or the witness to our experience. But for now, we, we know that, that we are not our reactions, our emotions, that we can manage those and we can control them. And so we do this by uh, learning to uh, create self-awareness. We're observing ourselves. And Ideally, we're, we're learning to observe ourselves almost from a third-party perspective or putting our experience up on a TV or in a movie screen so they can watch what's happening and we can switch back and actually be and experience what's happening. This is such a fun place to be. And so as we're developing our self-awareness, we also learn to give ourselves grace and compassion because as we start to hear how we've been beating ourselves up, We've got to give ourselves grace and compassion. Otherwise, we're going to continue to be at level one or level two. And as we learn to give ourselves grace and compassion, this is when then we are able to start to learn to develop empathy for others. If you cannot give yourself grace and compassion, you will not be able to be empathetic for others. So this level is really important. Now, level four. Level four is about compassion. It's about giving and helping. So the core thought here is that you are going to win. You winning is the most important piece right now. And that core emotion is compassion. Now, level four um, really hung me up for the longest time because my experience of this kind of giving and this kind of compassion was demonstrated through really a codependent model. And what I mean by that is that my experiences of people giving and giving and giving was that they were giving in order to get something back, whether that was validation, right? I'm going to give to you. I'm going to keep giving to you so that I can get recognition from you about how much I'm giving to you. Um, other codependent kinds of behaviors is I might literally give you a gift or give you uh, something tangible, but then I have expectations about how you're going to use that. So that codependent model of compassion and giving is really indicative of level one and level two behaviors. It's a way of being defensive. Because if I can give to you and, and um, begin to collect um, IOUs, then at some point in the future, I'm going to be able to collect on that. And even if I don't, there's that assumption that there, there's something that is coming back. That's the codependent. 
What we're talking about here is level four is very different from this is about concern for others, even above concern for ourselves, which is possible because at level three, we've already taken care of ourselves. We've learned to give ourselves grace and compassion. And because we can do that, now we can start to give compassion to others. So again, the thing about level four energy, this is caring, this is nurturing energy. This is we give because we can and because we want to, not because we have to or that we need to. We give from a place of abundance. We give because we have it to give. And we have no expectations about what will come back to us because we're already okay. I don't need anything to come back to me. I'm giving to you again from that place of abundance. Now let's move on to level five. This is where we start to reconcile good and bad. Level two, where we were talking about black and white thinking, right and wrong. At level five, it's all win-win. And that core emotion is peace. Because what's happening here at this level is as you begin to accept the process of life, you learn to play this game really well. And you experience peace of mind with a feeling of control of your life, not control over others. At this level, no matter what happens outside of you, you experience a sense of joy within. An example of level five thinking can be found in Edison's attempt to invent the light bulb. You've probably heard this story about the 999 times or experiments that didn't produce a working light bulb. And when his assistant asked, why do you keep trying when you continue to fail over and over again? Edison retorted, don't be silly. I've simply learned the 999th way not to invent the light bulb. But not only did Edison obviously eventually succeed, but in his so-called failings, he also discovered several dozen other inventions and key scientific principles. Level five thinkers can find meaning, purpose, and learning in everything that they experience. Level six is the level of synthesis. And at this level, we feel that connection, that oneness between ourselves and everyone and everything else. The core thought here is everyone wins. We can't lose. And the core emotion is joy. Level six is that powerful place where intuition, or as many successful executives and entrepreneurs would describe, our gut feeling comes alive. Our creative genius and some business professionals and other high-level success stories in all walks of life continually tap into this level. This doesn't mean that their average resonating level is here. It's only that they are able to use level six energy to their advantage. Level six can take any experience and create something new with it. Level seven, this is the level of truth. The core thought here, winning and losing are illusions. And the core emotion is absolute passion. The easiest way to think about level seven is to think about the color white, which encompasses all of the other colors in the spectrum. And so at this level, life is created moment by moment using all of the other levels at will, without fear, judgment, or concern, and with absolute passion about all experiences. We're not judging and saying, 
oh, this is a painful experience. I don't want it. We accept that it's there and we use that experience. This is the level of pure creation. And those who tap into this level are the most powerful people in the world. Level seven creates new experiences. No one resonates at level seven. This is something that we can only tap into to access and experience this uh, non-judgment and our own creative genius. The energy leadership model was developed by Dr. Bruce Schneider, the founder of IPEC Coaching. He has also developed the Energy Leadership Index. This is an attitudinal assessment based on an energy action model, which means that in contrast to a personality assessment that says, here's who you are and, and here's the, the box that you play within, an attitudinal assessment says, here's where you are today. And as your perceptions change, so will your average resonating level. So your score on this energy leadership index will reflect the average of all of your energy levels under normal circumstances and under stressful circumstances. This average resonating level is a strong indicator of success in all aspects of your life. And once again, because this attitude is subjective, your average resonating level can be altered. When we started this conversation, I shared several benefits of raising your energy levels. And I even said that your average resonating level, or your E factor, is the number one factor in determining your level of success in life. Based on research using the Energy Leadership Index, we can be even more specific about some of these benefits. What we have found is that the difference between an average resonating of 2.5, which is again in that, that um, life is happening to me fighter mode, and an average resonating level of a 3.0, which is that messy middle, you've gone from 2.5 to 3.0. This is a small increment of change. And yet, you can expect a 20% increase in financial success, a 10% increase in self-described leadership ability, 15% more satisfaction in personal and intimate relationships, 12% greater feeling of engagement and excitement at work, 9% improvement in the quality and the depth of your communications, 6% increase in health and wellness, 16% increase in productivity, 17% improvement in time management, 12% greater feeling of spiritual connection, 15% improvement in satisfaction and work-life balance, and a 20% increase in overall combined energy levels. Those are pretty big shifts in your experience with a very small change from a 2.5 to a 3.0. And remember, at a 3.0, that we're still in that messy middle. We haven't even gotten to the good juicy bets at four, five, and six, and seven. So if you haven't done so already, I encourage you to download your copy of this energetic perception chart and a short summary of our conversation here. If you're curious about what your average resonating level is and how your current energy is creating your current experience, I encourage you to reach out to me to take the Energy Leadership Index. Once you take this assessment, we will review your results together and make observations about where your energy is going now and where you would like it to go. Remember, the E factor is the number one factor 
determining your level of success in life and business. You have the ability to increase your energy level, your level of consciousness, and that even small increases will have a huge impact on your business, on your relationships, on your health, and your very well-being. So email me today, mary at bluebambooleadership.com with ELI in the subject line, and we will get connected. Thank you for listening. Are you ready to play and experiment with these ideas so that you too can live your purpose, expand your impact, and create with ease? Join us at Fully Alive on Facebook. We've created this space to explore the effects these practices and principles can have on your own experience. And if you're feeling the nudge to explore what coaching can do for you, send me an email at mary at bluebambooleadership.com. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, be fully alive.